history for a very long time. We're going to find out what it's like to work in, uh, for ESPN, for FS1, HBO, do work during the Olympics. This is KHEA Radio. If you're tuning in, go ahead and share this out on social media. It's going to be a lot of fun. Good morning, it's 10.05. This is KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. My name is Gardy, and I have a special guest who's coming to us from Las Vegas, and we're going to find out what it's like to be doing work right now during a time of quarantine. Hey, good morning, Matt. How are you doing today? <laughs> What's up, guys? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Matt, let everybody know um, where where you're at right now, and like, who are you doing work for? Uh, I am on the 12th floor of the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, and I checked in last Saturday, and I will not check out until July 31st. Um, If that sounds like I just said two months, it is, because uh, (laughs) we're here, we're doing uh, top-ranked boxing for HBO, uh, or I'm sorry, for uh, ESPN. Um, We're doing eight weeks of it. We're doing fights every Tuesday and Thursday. Last week, we did fights Tuesday and Thursday night. and we've got our next uh, set of fights this Tuesday and Thursday. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're quarantined here. Um, and I know I've, I've told people that I'm quarantined here and they said, you know, there could be worse places to be quarantined, but they're, they're thinking that I'm able to actually go to the casino floor and walk around the strip and all that. But that's, uh, that's not the case. So we're, we're tested twice a week. Uh, we're in our rooms. Uh, besides that, we're over at the convention center and that's really the only time so far that we're, uh, you know, allowed to walk outside or, you know, that they okay us to walk outside. But yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, man, uh, this first week has, has been good. It's been good to be back to work after being out for, you know, three months. But, uh, at the same time, you know, my wife and my wife and my dogs are, uh, seven minutes away and I, I can't see them until uh, July 30th as of right now. So your family, they live in, in Las Vegas as well. So just like yeah. seven minutes down the street, but they have to keep you separate for yeah, the work. We're, and again, you know, who, who knows? I mean, everything's so fluid. Maybe things will open up a little bit. But as of right now, um, you know, with the Disney company and ESPN and stuff, man, they're they're playing it pretty close to the close to the vest. So um, I don't I don't know that they're going to open it up for us. You know, they've told us we're going to get a fitness uh, access to a fitness center this week. That'll just be for us. Um, they've told us on the weekend starting next weekend that we'll have access to a, an outdoor area with a pool. Um not that I should be taking my shirt off or anything, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, just even to be outside, like, you know, you, you don't real you don't realize what you miss until you can't, you know, really do it. I mean, now granted, you know, I mean, we, we do walk through the casino to go, you know, to the corner of the hotel to walk over and stuff. So, I mean, we're seeing people and stuff, but you know, we're all masked up. We got our, we got our ESPN issued uh, mass. Um, so, you know, they, they tested a whole bunch of different ones they said, and, these are the ones they, these are the ones they uh, decided on. And um, did they at yeah, least man, let I, you pick the color? Do they have different know, color well, options? That's it, man. I, you know, I, th- I thought they might be branded with ESPN or something like that, but they're, these are them, man. We, they give us three of them. I got two more hanging in my bathroom after I, wa- you know, you wash them, you know, wash them every night. And, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I, it's, it's a weird thing to be a part of, but it's, you know, it's also a cool thing to be a part of because you know, what happens out here and, and what we're able to do with these fights is going to go a long way towards determining, you know, what happens with, uh, you know, sports going forward, you know, especially on the ESPN platform and how they do events and all those things. I mean, you're hearing all the NBA guys balking at being quarantined. I mean, the boxers are quarantined here too. They're on the same floor as us. They've got a little different rules, 
the top ranked folks have a little different rules than us um, with, with, you know, being with ESPN, but yeah, man, we're all here and we're uh, just trying to make live television. What is testing like? You said you get tested two times a week for, for COVID-19. I've heard yeah. a lot of different things about it. What does that process look like? Well, I'm not going to lie, man. When, when they first started talking about this and we had our first, uh, you know, group zoom call that was like 55, 60 people on it. Um, the thought at that time was that we were going to have to be nasal swabbed every, you know, twice a week. Um, and there were a bunch of people that weren't super excited about that. And I was one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. My wife's a nurse. So I've heard you know, she's, she's like, yeah, it's not going to be fun. Um, but they, uh, we're, we, we do a throat swab. So it's still kind of weird. You know, you got to ah, stick out your tongue and, and open your mouth wide. And they put a swab in the, you know, touch the back of your throat for, they leave it in there for four or five seconds. And, you know, the first, the first time I did it, I'm like, Oh, no nasal swab, just a throat swab. And I almost threw up on the guy. So, yeah, man. Yeah, so but I've heard a lot of different things about that, about the nasal swab and the throat swab and all that, but um, I feel like that's the best option, the throat one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I can, I can handle so far what what's happened, but I, I was not excited about doing a, and there were a bunch of us not super thrilled about doing a nasal swab. Yeah. So let's talk about you. You know, when did you get into broadcast? Did you go to school for it? And what is it that drew you towards that, that industry? Uh, you know, I mean, I grew up playing sports. I, I played basketball and ran track in high school. Um, I, I knew from an early age, I, I probably would say, I'd say I knew from probably 12 or 13 or, you know, super early on that I, I wanted to be a sports anchor. That was my, you know, people had asked what I want to do. And I said, I'm going to be a sports anchor. Um, not even sure really. I, 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 I can't specifically point to anything, you know, that I can recall that, that really just set me in that direction. But, um, you know, when I, I played college basketball for two years at a division two school in Nebraska, Wayne state. And, uh, after I did that, uh, well, while I was in school, I was studying broadcasting. So, um, yeah, man, it's just been my, what I, what I went into. Um, I, I was at TV affiliates for, uh, 12 years. I was, um, in college, my last three years of college, I was at the CBS in Omaha. I was a paid intern. I was able to be on the air there. Um, the station wasn't super, um, high in the ratings and stuff. I mean, I was able to do things there that I wouldn't have been able to do at other stations. It was a great experience, great people. And then when I graduated, I went to the ABC affiliate in town and was their number three guy and their executive sports producer. Then I went to Des Moines for three years, did weekend sports, and then came back to Lincoln, Nebraska, where I was the sports director at the ABC affiliate in Lincoln for uh, four years. And then got myself fired in 03, uh, expressed my displeasure at things a couple times too many. And uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, then I got hip to the freelance side. And, and once I realized what my checks were for doing the freelance side, I was like, crap, man, I should have gotten fired a long time ago. So um, <laughs> I probably could have made that happen. Yeah, uh, but man, it's, it's been good, man. I, I have no, uh, I, I love being at affiliates and anchoring sports. But, you know, I, I've these last since 2003, 2004. It's been a crazy ride. If, if somebody would have told me 20 years ago, you're going to spend a month of your life in Doha in Qatar doing the Arab games. You're going to spend five weeks in Sochi doing the uh, winter Olympics. You're going to spend a month in Rio doing the Olympics. You're going to spend a month in Pyeongchang, South Korea, doing the Olympics. If they would have told me that 20 years ago, I'd have, you know, I'd have thought they were crazy, but has that been the the highlight so far of of your career being able to do the Olympic games? You know, to, to say, 
you know, the, fir the first thing was the company that I do them for, uh, they asked me to do the Arab games in 2003 in Qatar. And uh, that was, that really opened my eyes to, because before that, I, I never had a huge desire to just travel the world and just, you know, see everything. Not, you know, I, I like to travel, but I don't know. I went and did the Arab games and I was just, I realized you really have to see, you have to see things for yourself. You know, you gotta, you gotta go seeing people and, and commute, you know, the way things are. And um, it was amazing experience. Um, so that, that first one was really, I mean, the people there were so nice. I mean, I just, you would never have known you were in the Middle East. We, and actually we were there during their independence day. Uh, you know, one of the days we were there, I mean, it was, and then, uh, you know, the Olympics have been very cool, but you know, I tell people, you know, once you're in the country you're going to, and you're excited about traveling there and you get there, you have a couple of days to get settled in. And then, you know, curling, we've, I've done curling the last two winter Olympics. We have 18 days of competition. That's the most in, in the Olympics. So, I mean, and, and me and another director, we split those days because there's, you know, it's from morning till night where there's, where there's competition. Um, so, you know, we're, we're sharing, uh, we're sharing, uh, accommodations in, in Pyeongchang and in Sochi, I had my own room, but once you're there, man, you're, it's cool that you're there and, you know, you're walking to work and different things like that for two of the three places I was, but then, you know, you're in an arena for 15 hours. So you're in another country. It's not like you're out sightseeing and stuff. And, and, you know, you get a little downtime and you walk around in Sochi. It was great. Cause I walked around a lot. Um, Rio, I didn't walk around a ton. Pyeongchang, we actually had to, you know, shuttle between our, our uh, hotel and, and the facility. So there was one day I got to walk down on the beach and stuff. So, you know, it's cool to say you do them, but you know, you really are there to, you're really there to work. And, um, you know, so they've been great experiences, man. I've, I've had a lot of them over the years. I mean, this one, I mean, I, I don't know, I'm going to be able to, you know, say that I was part of, you know, helping bring live, you know, sports back to ESPN. Um, so it's, you know, I, I, it's just everything that happens, you know, it's just, it's, uh, it's been good. So. Yeah, so far this year, things have changed dramatically, you know, all across the world, the country, sports, put on a pause. You know, uh, I'm, I'm a fan of watching UFC and MMA, and so that was like yeah. the first sport that came back, and ESPN yeah. was, you know, the platform that they have partnered right. with to do that. So it's been a, a nice relief. You know, working and in, in producing content, are you ever still able to, to watch, watch sports, or have you watched any of those UFC fights? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'll be honest with you. I don't, are you familiar with Jake Ellenberger that used to fight in the UFC? I, I'm um, not, I'm going to, I'm going to write his name down. I'm going to check him out. Yeah. So Jake, Jake is a, Jake graduated from the same high school that I did back in uh, Omaha Millard South. He's a good friend of mine, but uh, him and his twin brother, Joe Ellenberger, um, Jake, Jake had 22 fights in the UFC. Um, he's fought the likes of Robbie Lawler and Steven Thompson, and he beat Jake Shields. Um, he fought Jorge Masvidal. Um, so, you know, he, he's fought, you know, he's fought some of the top guys, but yeah, I've been, I've been a huge MMA fan since probably, well, actually Forrest Griffin and Stefan Bonner, that was, that's what hooked me on, on the UFC. And, um, I've gotten to actually, uh, I've worked five UFC fights back when I was in the Midwest. Um, I haven't worked any out here yet. I got called to work one last year when I got out here and I had to turn it down because I was already booked on something. So that was kind of a, a bummer to turn that down, but. Um, yeah, I'm a huge UFC fan. Uh, a lot of the production people that I work with out here in Las Vegas, they work on those shows. So, you know, you're in addition to watching the fights, you're also watching your, you know, your colleagues and, and your friends that are, that are working and you, you maybe, you know what it's like, um, 
you know, doing what we do, it's weird for me to just be a fan to actually go sit in the seats or whatever, because you're watching, you know, you're watching the camera operators and you're watching mm -hmm. the production and you're watching the walkout and, and you're watching all these different things that, that the average Joe Blow fans probably not even paying attention to or has any idea that's going on. So, yeah, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm a huge MMA fan. Um, we actually uh, should have sent you a picture, but we had a we had a fight night on Saturday. They let us uh, they they put the they put the fights up on the big screen in the arena and let us come in there. But we had to sit six feet apart and, you know, we had to wear our masks and uh, it's just it's crazy, man. It's uh, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a big UFC fan. Um, I'm a big fight fan, you know, I um, probably MMA more than boxing. But, you know, I've over the last five, six years, I mean, I've done. I've done the Canelo uh, Triple G fights. Uh, I did uh, pa uh, Mayweather's or Pacquiao's last fight uh, before he retired the first time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've gotten to do some. I've gotten to do some and be around some great things. I did four years of HBO boxing, um, where I did about forty fights for them over those four years. And so, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I like to work, don't you know? But it's it, when we get to pay, when we get paid to do these things, uh, and you know, be places and see things that everybody else is paying a lot of money to you know be at and see it's uh pretty rewarding whenever you're watching something that everybody else it's like an entertainment thing right so you mentioned like you see things like oh look at the camera operator or look at this shot or, or whatever you know do you find yourself critiquing or saying like oh that that's a good idea or they could have done that better yeah. and how, how do you deal with uh, that more more times than not it's you're jealous you're jealous that like the the <laughs> the, the, the knockout happened right in front of them or the big play happened right in front of them or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, and not in a, not in a, like a you know bad way, but you're just like, Oh man, he got a great shot. You know, like you're, that's, that's what goes through my mind when I watch, I can't speak for other people, but, uh, but yeah, man, it's, you know, we're, it's really cool what we do. I mean, it's uh, sometimes I just think I'm just a camera operator or I'm just a TV guy, but then you watch it and, and you watch it in a different, you know, mindset. And if you can let yourself do that, then you realize you know, just how fortunate we are to be able to, you know, what you're seeing sometimes is, you know, what others, you know, the, the world is seeing for a particular um, event or whatever. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's great, man. I, I have no complaints. It beats having a real job, bro. I don't want, I don't want one of them ever. Yeah. So how long have you been in Las Vegas and did you move out there because of the, the fights and the, the proximity to other things? Yeah, I mean, my wife and I, um, before before uh, my wife and I got together and when we started dating, she had never been to Las Vegas. And we were actually out here for a UFC fight in, um, uh, in 2015, I think July maybe of 2015. Um, she came out with me. Um, I was still doing some stuff with Jake Ellenberger. And um, I, 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 I think, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I got her really liking Las Vegas. She likes to, she likes to, <laughs> she likes to play roulette and she likes to, uh, you know, play numbers like that and stuff. So we, we started coming out here just even on our vacations. We got married, we got engaged out here. I actually got engaged the weekend that I did the Pacquiao fight. Uh, I asked her to marry me out here. Um, then we got married on the high roller. I don't know if you've seen the new big wheel that's out here, the big uh, Ferris wheel thing. It's a big high roller. We got married on that. And then we decided to move out here. I came out in October and stayed with a friend for three months and got into the production mix and then um, moved my wife and the pups out here in uh, February. So, yeah, man, we're we're out here in Vegas. But, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of the reason was for, you know, I'm hoping to work more so she can work less. And, you know, I, I love it out here. I mean, um, this is it's a great place to be a uh, lot going on. 
Um, I, I believe I'm going to be working the, you know, the Raiders games and the UNLV games and stuff. I, I believe that's going to cool. happen. So, you know, I, I have no, I've had no complaints about coming out here. I, I, Nebraska is my home, but it was, it was really good for me to get out here and I feel rejuvenated and met some great production people out here. So no complaints at all. And it's, you know, Vegas is a cool place. It's got the strip and everything, but there's a lot more to Vegas than the strip. So you've, you've been doing freelance since 2003. How have things changed in the industry? I mean, even with like podcasts taking off and, and cameras becoming more accessible, how have you seen things change? How do you interpret, you know, where, how we got to today? That's, I mean, that's, that's a great question because, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I guess part of me, I, I look back at the things that, you know, like when we used to cover the Huskers and we had to, you know, travel on the road with them and then we had to shoot some video and then we'd have to run over to the ABC affiliate in town and cut some video there and then hope to goodness that our, you know, master control back in Lincoln could pull the feed down and in time for it to make the air to, you know, be on the sports cast. So those, those times I've seen change dramatically and, and I'm kind of jealous of the guys that are in it now and the guys and the ladies that are in it now, because, you know, you have a computer, you've got a TVU or whatever you need to, or internet. I mean, you can, <laughs> you can produce content anywhere and you can send it anywhere in a matter of minutes. So um, there's been a huge change on that front. You know, cameras have gotten smaller um, in a lot of ways especially at affiliates and things, you know, the, the big broadcast cameras, I mean, those have all, you know, pretty much stayed, um, I guess, consistent, but there've been a lot of changes, but the fact that you can do have everything you need, I mean, everything I need to work, I have on this desk in this hotel right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've got this microphone, I've got my computer, um, I'm, I'm editing a project as well. Um, so the, the, the ease or the, you know, the, yeah, the ease which with which with you can do things right now is, uh, you know, it's light years compared to what it used to be. But at the same time, there were a lot of fun things about, you know, being back in in those days, too. Yeah, there's been a lot that's changed. But uh, right now, 1023, this is KTA radio dot com. Ninety nine point five FM talking to Matt Kelly from his hotel room in Las Vegas, Nevada. You say you're on the 12th floor. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were. We were affectionately calling this uh, our, our cell block twelve. So um, <laughs> quarantine. I don't know. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's politically correct or not. But uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, man. I'm I'm actually looking right out my window right now. I'm looking east down Tropicana um, on the corner. I, I'm overlooking literally like the main entrance of the MGM, and then a big parking garage that I think at some point I'm going to get out on and and walk and walk run around the you know the top of the garage. So. I don't know. At this point, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta find things to, I, I they did say we're going to have a fitness uh, center open here um, to us uh, hopefully this week. So, you know, we got seven more weeks of this, bro. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to, I need to make, I need to make it count whatever I'm going to do here. Yeah. There's going to be some, some time that man, that's crazy, but I'm excited for more live sports to be coming back and for some more sense of, of normalcy even if it's, yeah. you know, and, and thank you for making your sacrifice so that way live sports can come back. <laughs> it, you know, it's, I mean, it, I feel super fortunate, you know, to be part of this crew. Um, you know, the the people that they asked to come here, um, you know, they, they wanted them to all be within driving distance. I think you have to be within a 10-hour drive. They didn't fly anybody in. Um, so a lot of people are, have come up from, you know, Tucson and Phoenix, from L.A., um, you know, from places out here out, here out in the West. So. Um, but yeah, man, it's, um, 
it's been cool. I mean, our, we got a really cool crew. Um, it's fun. You know, we're all, we're all in this, you know, we're all in the same situation. So, um, you know, we're all, we're all dealing with this stuff for the first time and just, you know, I guess we're, I guess we're writing new pages of, you know, how this stuff's going to go. Exactly. Hey, Matt, thank you for joining today. Is there anything else you'd like to share? No, man. Um, you know, I know you got your guy, Kurt there with you. So, you know, Kurt reached out to me, you know, we worked together back in the day, back in Omaha. And, um, so yeah, we, I've, I've kind of stayed, I mean, I, I have a love hate relationship with the social media, with the Facebook, you know, there's a lot of, you know, junk on it, but, um, it's fun to, you know, be able to see where, you know, your friends and former colleagues are at and things like that. So I, I appreciate Kurt reaching out and, uh, you know, it's nice talking to you. I've, I've seen the stuff that you guys are doing and watched the content you guys are producing, uh, from afar. So yeah, man, anytime you guys, uh, you know, want to talk or whatever, let me know. We'll do. Hey, thank you so much for taking the time this morning. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. This is KTA Radio 99.5 FM.